0: Carroll bringing it forward. Thompson's making the
1: run. Carroll hangs on to it though. Still David Carroll could go all the way here. Oh, what a goal! <laughs>
2: Hello, I'm Phil Catchpole and welcome to another episode of Ringing the Blues, the podcast dedicated to Wiccan Wanderers. On this week's show, we have all the action and reaction from both the QPR and Preston North End Games. We hear from Jason McCarthy, plus we also talk about a year now without fans at games with Wiccan fan Tracy White. But first, let's head to Mexico City for the results with Uri.
1: We are ringing the blues from Mexico City. My name is Uri, and here are the results for the Championship League Luton Town 0, Swansea City 1, Birmingham City 0, Bristol City 3, Bournemouth 2, Barnsley 3, Cardiff City 1, Watford 2. Derby County, nil. Millwall, one. Middlesbrough, three. Stoke City, nil. Nottingham Forest, one. Reading, one. Queens Park Rangers, nil. Huddersfield Town, one. Wigan Wanderers, one. Preston North End, nil. Okay. As for Cherboy Spanish this week, it is a bit complex, but it involves Morecambe! Yes, our favorite team, Morecambe! So, Morecambe manager Derek Adams froze out Kevin Ellison and made him train on his own after nine years at the club. On Saturday, Ellison scored for Newport County against his former side and celebrated in front of Adams. <laughs> Cheer up, Derek. So, this week's Cherboy Spanish is... Revenge is a dish best served cold. Okay, so in Spanish, revenge, revancha, dish, plato, best, mejor, served, servido. Cold, frío. La revancha es un plato que se sirve mejor. Frío. Revenge is a dish best served cold. Okay. <laughs> Cruel, isn't it? Well, until next week, I'm back to Ingerland with my amigo Phil Kochpole. See you.
2: Wickham headed down the A40 to take on Queen's Park Rangers, who'd had a bit of a resurgence since the sides last met just before Christmas. This was a rearranged fixture due to the COVID outbreak at Wickham Wanderers, and it took place on Tuesday night. Here's what happened. Jacobson having to defend against Willock, who's in the box now into the six-yard area, and it's rolled into the net, beat Stockdale at the near post, and Wickham are appealing for something and nothing is given and it's Cher and Willock celebrating QPR opening the scoring on 22 minutes it's 1-0 to QPR. Gareth um, a narrow defeat tonight and it, it wasn't for the lack of effort was it?
3: No not at all Phil you know we uh I think we uh we the better team on probably shot count and final third entries and uh and also with a better team on mistakes as well so that's uh, that's the the, uh, the game really one, one sloppy goal there that we've conceded which allows QPR then to probably take control of the game and in the second half, you know, when we put the heavy artillery on and we really look like we're going to get something, uh, Mark Warburton, a clever manager, sticks Jeff Cameron on just to shore up all the space in that in that final third for us and, you know, when you get the first goal in this division, you then can dictate what you want to do with these subs. I mean, I, went, I, I put five at the back against Reading because we were 1-0 up. So, when the the, uh, the team that's in front, they they call the shots, you know, and... Uh, We huffed and puffed and we had some chances at the end there, but um, unfortunately, the the goal has eluded us again, and that's four games now. So, you know, we need to start scoring goals. We need to start hitting the net again. But do you know what, Phil? We're learning. We're learning so much, and, um, you know, continuing at this level or having to come back to this level, we will be uh, so much better for the learning we're doing. and, and again, it's, it's quality of play, you know, like I said, I mentioned Jeff Cameron, he's played in the Premier League, you know, and he's, he's coming on a sub for KPR for and, uh, you know, Lyndon actually they, they bought for £2 million. So, you know, the, the difference, again, is, is just that little bit of quality, which I know this club is building towards, you know, we've got a great owners, we've got a great ambition um, and we will get there um, and the learning is, is going to be vital for us. So, proud again, efforts can't fault um just coming up short um as as we often have in the championship.
2: Four changes tonight, was that because of the schedule or, or the lack of goals of, of of late?
3: Yeah, a little bit of both. So, you know, I thought um the uh the schedule has been crippling, you know, we lost David Wheeler to a knee injury. Um Jordan Abita again uh, you know an injury that that curtail him for a for a while and, and 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 then you know, legs I just don't want to lose any more. Um Gareth McCleary, obviously can't just keep keep slugging him and 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 it's it's just uh, it's just the legs thing, you know. He again looked really tired at Stockholm on Saturday. We had a chat and and he said, yeah, he was, he was feeling tired. So there's all these all these components coming in and. Uh, and we've got to make sure that we're fresh for Saturday now because it's a, it's a big game, it's a home game, it's a game I want to win and it's a game we can win with Big pressing in the Cup already this season um, and uh, I've said to the boys that there's a, there's a strategy of where we want to where we want to get to uh, and, and you know, that, that target is, is still um, a real genuine target, a realistic target for the boys and I want them to, I want to try to achieve, achieve that target so I'll let you know what that was at the end of the season and whether we did it or not but um we uh, we go again Saturday, and I'll make sure I'll be picking these boys up because they have nothing at all to be disappointed about. Um, yes, a mistake has cost us a goal, and that's dictated the game. But say ninety percent of it, I was uh, I was very happy with what I saw.
2: I mean, Wickham started the season with seven straight defeats, and, and this is a, another sticky run as well. After uh, a couple of uh, bright spots of, of form, how do you keep keeping keep these uh, players with their heads up? Because we are approaching the end of the season, and, and human nature possibly could kick in. How how are you keeping them motivated and, and running through brick walls? Because they're leaving everything on the pitch for you.
3: They certainly are, Phil, and, and and I'm one of the lucky ones. Um, I think. Uh, Waking up every day and realising how lucky I am first, um, before even speaking to anyone, gives me the uh, the energy to go and motivate these boys. Uh, So I will never take one day for granted, as I've always said. And the day I wake up thinking I'm not lucky, I'm not fortunate to be a manager at a fantastic football club with a championship, is the day when uh, my motivating will finish. But that day will not come for a long time. I tell you that. I'm I'm so pleased. And, And tomorrow morning again, I'll wake up and think right. Lucky, get up there, get them up, because we've got a game on Saturday. Who else would love to be doing that? Um, nobody's going to get this. I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to to, uh, to taking on, again, one of my old clubs. Uh, they seem to come Tuesday, don't they? So, um, and the international break may be a blessing in a couple of weeks, but um, I'd like to get some points on the board before that comes round. Uh,
2: talking of sleep, a lot of Wiccan fans will be sleeping a lot easier if they hear news of Anis Mometti signing a longer contract, because he's been excellent these last three or four games.
3: Yeah, it's fantastic, you know, and we're we're underway with that. Um, you know, it's uh, yeah, I want to keep him here a long term. I think he's a fantastic player, and uh, and one we can build around, um, it's not it's not often or seldom ever that we've had, you know, players, uh, youngsters like that that we can sort of. Integrate into the team, especially in the championship, and build build the side around. You know, and uh, and Anish has definitely got um, got a good career ahead of him. But um, I thought Dal Hogan played well tonight. You know, I think um, Josh Knight's going to have a great career as well. And and there's some youngsters, you know, who forget Uchi's very young still, and uh, you know, and, and Jesse McCarthy, Dominic Gabe. You know, these are still young players that are uh, that are learning so much in this uh, in this brilliant division. So, looking forward to seeing what we can do on Saturday. But um, uh, believe me, what I want to do is protect this club, protect its assets, and uh, and build this structure so I say Wickham Wanderers is a, is a far cry from where it was eight eight years ago.
2: So QPR then with a hard-fought victory against Wickham and it saw Mark Warburton's side rise into the top half of the table. Here's what the QPR fans had to say
0: after the game. Green Bay. All credit to Wickham. They arrest us whenever possible and really play for their manager, Gareth Ainsworth. But we're a much slicker outfit. Although that save from Emeti may have made all the difference. Weggerly. Well, that was an uncomfortable, hard-earned win against poor but hard-working opposition. But we're just about safe now, so well done, Rangers! Northwest Hoop. From a Wiccan point of view, that was a shambolic goal to concede when they need to fight for every point. They had two men on Wilcox in the corner, and there's no way they should be letting him slip by. They should have dragged him down once he got past before he went in the box. Ed, 83. Credit to Wickham. They look much more dangerous than their position in the table suggests. They pressed us incessantly and made things very difficult. They just lacked any quality in the final third. It's mad to think Mametti was playing non-league football last season. What a find by them. He looks extremely comfortable at this level for someone who's only played a handful of professional games. Stoty. That was the type of game we would have thrown away earlier in the season. It was really scrappy at times, and the fact that we kept a clean sheet is as rewarding as the three points. We never really got out of third gear, but I suppose we didn't need to up the pace because <laughs> Wickham lacked any real quality. Anti Hinola. Good win. As Sven used to say, first half good, second half not so good. (laughs) But we stood up well under pressure. Bit disappointed in three Wickham dives looking for pens. Come on, lads, you're Wickham! Ranger Cole. Wickham are a horrible team and are always trying to cheat, which is why I'm never keen on Gareth coming here. They are truly awful to watch, and the cheating tonight was not becoming of... The wild thing. Gary T. Watching that was the most painful thing I've done today. And I've been to the dentist. Great three points, but my nerves are shot. Timmy Doc. Thank God that's over. Dyke's hair dye was the only highlight. Stainrod is a legend. I could see us picking up that mimetti from Wickham when they go down. He's a Rangers sort of player.
2: Ah, football. Just doesn't stop, does it? There's another game on Saturday. Wickham hadn't won, or scored, in fact, for four games. But Preston North End were at Adams Park.
3: Here's what happened. It's a big game. It's a home game. It's a game I want to win. And it's a game we can win. with Big Preston in the Cup already this season. And, uh... I've said to the boys that there's a there's a strategy of where we want to we want to get to, uh, and, and you know that, that target is, is still a real genuine target. Jacobson drills
2: it to the back post. Yeah. Tapazoli's up and gets the header, and it's in. And it's Chet Evans again, who now looks at the turf because he lost his man once more. And third time lucky for Tapazoli, who thunders the ball into the bottom of the net. And Wickham have the lead. Their first goal since Fred and the Denver scored here against Reading five games ago. It's Wickham one, Preston nil. Gareth, one nil, clean sheet.
3: That, that must feel good. Yeah, they're always good, aren't they? Those, uh, those one nil, clean sheets, uh, but what's even better is we deserve that. Um, first half, I thought we were phenomenal. You know, the way we started, we really went at, uh, at Preston and some of the football we played as well. People are going to look at the result and go, set play, Wickham, that's not what they do. Please show a few of the highlights because uh, there's some real flowing football, you know, with people like Anis and Gareth and Horgs in the team. You're going to get that. Warriors in midfield and at the back they were superb you know David Stockdale on the clean sheet which is brilliant and Uchi can be absolutely unplayable sometimes and and you know I asked before the game for nothing less than everything and, and asked them did they believe we could stay up and they all believe we can and this is genuine we believe we can stay in this league we're only nine points off Birmingham um, but we're not even looking at Birmingham we're looking to catch Sheffield we're looking to catch Rotherham and, and Coventry and these people who we've got to play yet um, there's a genuine belief in there that we can do this and, uh, and it's come at what, what, it's coming at a perfect time for me I'm really pleased and proud of the boys whatever happens, we'll, we'll go down fighting we'll stay up fighting, we'll be fighting
2: I saw a tweet from Andrew Howard part of your backroom staff here before the game saying play with a smile on your face and enjoy it and let's see what happens, that was an enjoyable game
3: to watch <laughs> I hope mentioned the subs as well for um, they haven't had a lot to shout about the fans here, but the subs again, where our fans, led by were, just you could hear his voice booming out there, and and that plays such a huge part in, in the the give and give culture we've got here, you know. So, uh, Andrew's right, you know, enjoy it because. How many teams would swap positions with us right now? There's, you know, there's at least 48 teams in the Football League that would swap positions right now with us. Um, and I can't, I can't thank the efforts enough for the boys, everyone today. It was a, it was a great effort, a great win, well-deserved. Uh, but we're not going to rest on the laurels. We've got Barnsley who are absolutely on fire on Wednesday and, uh, and they've got to come here. But if we can perform like we did today, I think we'll be, uh, we'll be a tough challenge for them as well. 26 points so
2: 3 more than the lowest points ever scored in the championship so you've avoided that one Gareth, yep. well done
3: Thank um, you. I'm guessing the next target then is claw yourself above Sheffield Wednesday yeah without a doubt you know we we're going to we're going to take this a step at a time I'm not going to say right get stay up that, that's, that's that's a long way away at the moment but with 2 points off Sheffield Wednesday I think they've got Norwich tomorrow so that's that's doable can we catch Sheffield Wednesday that's your first target and once we do that you've achieved something we can keep achieving and uh, and with you know 10 games to go almost a quarter of the season left you know it's, uh, it's phenomenal how many how many points you you've well, got obviously 30 you can get out of them 10 games why can't we win all 10 because history says No, that's rubbish We can, of course we can We play like we did In that first half We'll be a match for any team And uh, and I'm really looking forward To seeing what we can do Wednesday I'm really looking forward To seeing where we are After you know, the international break comes in You There's know, some fixture build-up For some clubs There's Some clubs are I've probably worried about the line. We're not worried about that line one little bit. We've been below it all season. We can't wait to get near it and uh, and maybe claw ourselves above it. So we've got all that in our favour. And plus, I've got a group of boys in there who will give me absolutely everything. And I've got every single one of them's backs.
2: Wickham were written off before a ball was kicked this season. They were certainly written off three or four games ago as well. Uh, is that lack of pressure helpful? And it allows the players to go out there and, and play... Uh,
3: with a free spirit I've told the boys to give me their fears whatever fears they've got give them me because I've been there I'm too old in the tooth to, I've, I've done it all you know and, and you talk about fear when you stood on, on that touchline at Turkey. I keep referring back to this and you were there Phil but that's fear that is fear of this club not existing. That's fear. We're in the Championship, for crying out loud. You know, this, is a, this is an amazing season for Wickham Wanderers. Uh, I want to deliver for my players. I want to deliver for my fans to come back next year and see games like this. It was, it was a brilliant experience. And like you say, people probably thought this will be the record low score in the Championship. Well, unlucky you've got that one wrong. Uh, let's see how far we can get
2: back to today's game a windy day it causes you problems with your hair but first <laughs> half working with the wind at their backs Preston improved in the second half but made several subs at half time
3: yeah I can safely say I have a legal haircut from lockdown there's there's a, there's a few that are saying their families have cut their hair and uh, fair enough but uh, nobody's touched mine some of my biggest mistakes have been haircuts so that'll uh, that'll stay where it is um, no half time you know they had to make a change I thought we were dominant in the first half and, and then it was about me and my staff sorting out what they were doing against yeah, they had a little bit of impetus, which you're going to get. They, they obviously had a few stern words at half-time and, and you're going to have a reaction to that. But I thought we defended really well. And once we got our head on that first ball, tafazoli Knight, you know, um, McCarthy, Jacobson, real solid. And then Grimmer, you know, I thought that if we um push uh, McCarthy up one as well, I've got a solid base on that right-hand side and that seemed to work. But we had outlets all the time as well, you know. Um, even Admiral coming on really, really was at the legs and an outlet for us. Anis ran the show. At times, you know, with his feet and uh, and the two wide players, you know, Daryl and, uh, and and McCarthy, uh, sorry, uh, McCleary Obviously, they're, they're experienced. They've played championship before. They're going to get you. Uh, they're going to get you opportunities. Um, Gaping Thompson. I mean, what, what more can we say about them that hasn't been said already? They're just warriors in that midfield. But um, as I say, that the bench today, you could hear Bale booming out and getting all the subs really taking apart in what was happening today and. Uh, and we've got our each, we've got each other's backs in there. We really have, and uh, and that's all I ask as a manager. If you can, you know, you've been relied, and you can rely on people. That's a great trait to have. And everyone relied on everyone today, and we came up trumps.
2: And finally, for me, it's been a, a grueling run of fixtures, and, and it will continue to be grueling with another midweek fixture coming up. Yeah. Uh, how much does a, a win in three points give you a bit of bounce going into that?
3: Yeah, of course. You know, we we've scored for four games, never mind one, and uh, and that that was a big moment for us. That's a big, big win, uh, believe me, because um, the, the Preston are, they've beat Bournemouth away from home, they've, they've beat some big teams away from home, you know, and uh, they've got a good away record, so that's a good scout for us, um, and, and some, some quality players in that Preston side, but... Um, We've got this fixture on Wednesday now. Um, I think the form team in the league, Barnsley, they're destroying everyone at the moment. They're very physical, um, and I love their style. It's very similar to what we've been playing, you know. Um, throughout my tenure here, they they really get that ball forward, and um, you know, other people have, have had a go at it. I will never ever have a got anyone's style of football. My job's to win games, however it happens. Today we really deserve that
4: one. Wednesday, I hope we get one too.
2: Jason, a 1-0 win after four defeats without scoring, that must feel really good.
4: Yeah, no, it feels great. Um, You know, we had a really, really good um, and heart-to-heart, I guess, uh, team talk before um, from the gaffer, and I think it really um, hit the right notes Um, and uh, I I was coming out just feeling so motivated um, for the club and uh, for my teammates, for for the gaffer um, and for myself. I think it had that desire effect on everyone, and uh, I think you saw that today with the grit in the performance. Um, To be fair, I don't ever think our attitude's in question, but um, we really stepped onto them today, and I think we stamped our authority on them. Um, I think that really showed, especially in the first half, and then I think our resilience um, showed through in the second half as well, so a great win, and um, I'm already excited for Wednesday.
2: From the outside looking in, a lot of people might look at Wickham's points total, their position, the run of results and the lack of goals. How has Gaz kept you all so motivated in your heads up?
4: It's just the culture. It's the culture. Um, I'd say it's already there um, and it's been there because the Gaffer and Dobbo have installed it over years um, and they do a great job of their recruitment and bringing the right characters in as well as the right players that are going to improve us. Um, so the culture's there. So whether we win or whether we lose, that doesn't change. Um, don't get me wrong, it's been, it's been tough. It's been one of the toughest seasons I've had um, because um, results really stretch and test the character of a squad um, if they're not going well. And I really think that it showed today, you know, and the fact that, you know, OK, like you said, we've had four in a row but we've bounced back today. You know, we've never, I don't think we've ever gone where it's like 10, 15. I remember that spell in League One. Um, I don't think we've had one as long as that. And even at that point, our our character and our, the culture didn't change. Um, so, no, testament to Gaffer, testament to Dobbo and the culture that they've installed. First season at this
2: level forward with wonders, and there is the old saying in football, you, you don't lose, you learn. Yeah. Uh, what have you
4: learned this season,
2: you and, and the squad?
4: Oh, loads. I mean, the squad... Like you mentioned a lot, most of the squad, I think 90% of the squad, don't have championship experience, so it's absolutely priceless. And um, we've got a lot of players who are young in the squad now, so it's only going to strengthen us going forward. Um, and me personally, I've learned so much this year, uh, bundles, and um, I'm definitely, I think I'm seeing the fruit of that now in my performances the last couple of games and. Uh, just want to help the team as much as I can to stay up in this division. Um, I've got a real affiliation with this club, um, with the Gaffer, with the boys, um, and it's all for them. It's about give, give, give. You know, Gaffer said today, before the game, um, if we're giving and looking for something out of it, you know, our heads aren't in the right place. It's all about give, give, give um, for the cause, and we'll reap the rewards of that. And he was spot on, and what he was saying, and, and that's now the, that's now the motto going forward.
2: Club affiliations is the key of this next question because it's Barnsley next and a a team that you know well.
4: Yeah, yeah. Um, Not many of the lads are still there, though, um, that I played with. Um, But they're having a great season. They're doing really, really well. Are you surprised by how well they're doing? Um, Do you know what? We've actually watched a few clips on Barnsley um, over the past couple of weeks. I won't go on to it too much. Um, Maybe picked a few bits up from them. Um, But they are... I guess everyone is a little bit surprised of how well they're doing, but um, they've got a really good, talented squad. Um, they've got a young squad, and the manager that's gone in there has had a real, real impact. Um, so those things can happen, and uh, but we'll be looking to stop their run on uh, on Wednesday and build on what was a great win today. It's been
2: relentless to schedule Saturday midweek. I mean, I'm tired just covering it. God knows what you guys feel like, but um, a win and a 1-0 win as a defender, that must put an extra sort of 15, 20% in the energy bar.
4: Yeah, 100%. And it's all about momentum now. You know, we want to take that in to the running. No one really remembers what happens in the first half of the season. It's all about the second half of the season. And... Uh, and the running, so um, we want to take that momentum going forward clean sheet's massive, the clean sheet's great for us, I thought we were really solid today and I thought at the moments where Preston did test us in the second half, we stood firm um, so that's credit to um, all the boys and the boys in front of the back four and even GMAC in front of me uh, Gareth McCleary tracking his runner, getting back and Hulgi on the other side, Uche from the front um, and right across the back four and Stocko's come in and done seamlessly well since he's come in. Uh, he's had to wait and be patient, uh, like me and like a lot of the boys. Um, but like I said, that's testament to the culture, that's testament to the group. Um, and like I said, just really looking forward to Wednesday. Has put some momentum together now.
2: A sixth win in the championship then for Wickham Wanderers and the first regular league win over Preston North End since 1993, believe it or not. Well, Wickham fans were very happy indeed, of course. Preston fans, not so much. Here's the opposition view Magic Sponge.
0: Outplayed, outthought, and outfought by bottom of the league Wickham. One shot on target all afternoon, our 13th defeat of the season. Can anyone honestly still defend Mr. Neil? We are so lucky the teams below us are not picking up points. Something has to change. Smurf. I really have no idea who's to blame. Manager, owners, players, tactics. But now is the time to change something and the easiest option is the manager. Better second half maybe. But it's Wickham. We've now had three goals at beating the worst team in the league, and failed every time. We have to do something, and soon. Simon Nisbitt I pulled this really thick air out of my beard in the first half. A really big beast it was, and I've since spent more time looking at it than I have watching the football. Sums it up really. My 35-year love affair with Preston is dwindling fast. I'm just so bored of it all now. PBC 373. Another dreadful performance, and the manager takes responsibility for picking the wrong team. Some of the players' performances were poor and, and have been for weeks, and yet Neil still picks them. In my mind, there's no question Alex Neil is now sitting out to deliberately piss off the owners and, more shockingly, the fans, both of whom who pay his wages. If you don't want to be here, Alex, F off now and don't wait for your million-pound payoff. Take a fee. People say we don't want Ainsworth here. Well. However you look at it, he's got a bunch of lesser players doing all the important things that our manager can't get our players to do. Lee Trundle. Mimeti did more in the first 30 minutes than Brown and DJ Earth since they first signed their contracts. He's a real quality player, that one. Whiteman didn't get near him. Henry's cat. Ainsworth was directing his team Neil just stands there with his hands in his pockets showing little, if any, interest. The half-time subs look specifically designed to wind up the fan base. There was zero change in the tactics. From 91. I'd take Wickham's style over ours all day long. I don't get all the negativity for Ainsworth. Who knows what he could achieve with a better team? Does anybody think... Daryl Horgan, Taffazzoli, and Nick Piezu are better than our squad. No, they just have a plan and play with the right spirit. Lee Cart writes, This won't be a popular opinion, but I like the way we can play. They get the ball forward quickly and yes, once in the final third, they're composed and creative. They're also good on set pieces and playing to their strengths. Fair play to them. The championship is just a step too far for them this time round. It's been a year now
2: since fans have been allowed to go into football matches. So I spoke to Wiccan fan Tracy Wyatt about what she misses most about going to Adams Park. I started off by asking her to describe what her normal matchday routine would have been before coronavirus hit.
5: Usually we don't, these days, we used to go in, in like, in, what do you call it, Caledonia now, being as sweet as was, we used to go in there, but now we tend to sort of get there a bit later, I'll go with my husband, my son, my eldest daughter, um, my youngest, she comes and ours. sometimes she comes, sometimes she doesn't, but we'll get down there, we'll hang out in the Chairboys village, we'll, you know, usually eat, you know, have a drink, what have you, and then we'll queue up, we usually get in there quite early, just like to get in the ground and soak up the atmosphere, and um, yeah, it's pretty much what we do, so...
2: And I'm guessing you would see the same people before oh, yeah. the game, during the game, you know. What's yeah. happened to those relationships in this last year?
5: Well, it's kind of repetition, isn't it? You're just so used to seeing those same faces because, you know, I've been going since 1987, you know, and a lot of those people are still going, obviously, you know, because it's in our blood, isn't it, you know. Um, some people you, you keep in touch with, if they're on Twitter or whatever, and, and some I know, you might text occasionally, but, but of course, you know, Until we went into those two games we were allowed, I hadn't seen them for however many months, you know, and it's just sad, you know, just because they're like football friends you don't see outside of football.
2: And also you say you go with your husband and and sometimes both your kids and and your son and stuff. You know, it's a family day, something you all can do together. Obviously, those options have been taken away from you as well. So as a family, have you missed it?
5: Oh yeah totally because like you know my son he's 19 and he's been going since he was three it's just it's just what we used to my daughter's been going since she was well, four I think it was but you know it's in our blood we just it's just such a big part of, of our family thing I mean I met my husband at Adams Park it's just a huge part of our lives you know so I mean, we miss it so much.
2: And let's talk about the reality now of a match day I mean it must be very strange to have to watch on the TV every week.
5: I mean I'll be honest with you I wasn't a fan of I Follow to be normally Because for me it was like Well maybe it put people off going to live games Which is why I was a bit anti it before But because it's been a godsend for us You know I can't imagine How we would have coped not being able to watch it You know especially this season It's just it's hard it's really hard But at least it's something you know
2: And is there a new match day routine Now in place if you've got your own little match day Rituals now
5: we just face the old crowd round the tv that's it and my do- my youngest walks off and discuss because i'm terrible watching tv watching us on tv because like the swear count goes up especially this season <laughs> so she just like walks off and disgust. but yeah generally it's just you know we just all sit and watch it together so
2: I remember when I was a kid and I'd be on the terrace and my mates, one of us one of them would if we needed a goal, he'd go down to the tea bar and get himself a lucky Twix. (laughs) You know, do you have those lucky rituals and if they are lucky, and and the home ones, what are they? No, not
5: normally. I mean, you know, for home games my husband might go off and have a lucky wee, but that that doesn't happen. It doesn't work it doesn't work here or there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, you just said you'd be going since nineteen eighty seven. you know, Wickham, bottom of the table in the championship. We always knew it was gonna be tough. Um, Um, Does it matter what division we can win next season when you go back to Adams Park?
5: (laughs) It doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, you know, obviously I'd go wherever, whether we're in a conference or whatever, but, you know, it's just been heartbreaking this season. The most prestigious season in our history, and we've not been there apart from those two games. And for those people who missed out and couldn't go to those two games that we were so lucky to go to, I mean, I just, (laughs) we need to stay for for them, for all of us, really, Or, or... is more likely get back as soon as we possibly can
2: and do you think Wickham would have more points now had fans been able to go as normal
5: 100% you know you you know as well as I do I mean especially that Rosalind game, the first game that would have been packed party atmosphere everyone would have been just 100% up for it there's no way we would have lost that game I don't think if we'd been there
2: so fans would have had that extra bit of percentage a few more points over the season 10 games to go we'd probably be looking like we're going to stay up
5: Absolutely, I mean, and you know what, what we're like, we're kind of like the 12-man, you know, we're so good, especially vocally, away, 100%, we're, you know, it's like we outshout the home fans all the time, and even in big stadiums we do that, so it would have made such a difference.
2: And from away games as well you know, Do you get too many away games And if so What were the games You would have loved To have seen this season
5: let I had a list <laughs> well, It's not, not so easy these days Because it's expensive And of course My kids are getting older So they, they don't get it in As like, child price anymore so, But we were like thinking you know, I could afford that one you know, If I don't buy that Then save up the money For this away game And I had a little list And of course You know, we've got friends, uh, supporters of of other championship clubs, and we've made plans to meet up with them. That all went out the window. So lots of plans went, but at least we've been able to see it in some form, I suppose.
2: So what have you missed the most, the football or or the social side of it?
5: Yeah, the social side, definitely. But it's all wrapped up. It's all... we We have our rituals, where we sit, who we sit with, what we do. I've missed it all, you know, because it's just been such a huge part of my life for 34 years, you know, so...
2: And can you imagine that day next season, fingers crossed, opening day of the season, I'm going to be optimistic, we're to win the championship. It's a home game, the sun will be out. Describe that feeling of going through the gates at Adams Park.
5: Oh, but it's like coming home. I might cry. <laughs> happy tears (laughs) but i mean i was a bit like that just going back for those those two games that was like you know even it was a bit weird obviously social distance and all the rest of it but to be home and sitting it wasn't even in my seat but just to be back was was incredible so yeah to be back in my seat would be just amazing
2: Right, that's your lot for this week. Many thanks to Tracy White for describing her pre-pandemic matchday experience. I'm sure we'll all be back soon and we're all looking forward to it. But Wickham have got a job to do before then. Can they stay in the championship? We'll be back next week, hopefully with news of more wins. Many thanks to Gareth Fainsworth and Jason McCarthy. Come on, you blues.